0: Some people are intimidated when talking to large numbers of people in an entertaining way. Not Dan and Mike. Yeah? It's just a podcast, chill out. (laughs) Yeah? A brilliant podcast. Okay. Too many quotes. GBH for the year (laughs) old Not for me, thank you. No apology necessary. Let's get on with the podcast. You know... It's a laugh, and you can't put a price on comedy, so get listening. Still a feeble clap, isn't It's
1: it is better than last one. What's up with you? I How can't you can clap? clap? There you go. He He's got the... a bit too loud, you know? He hasn't got, just... you you still... ain't got the, the strength in his arms. I haven't. I know right. it anymore. It's time, time to get in the gym, it, I think? Uh, can I'm you like... see those socks on camera? Oh, we don't know whether this is going out on YouTube, I don't know. I don't, I don't know from, what's this, going Mate, it's not from my socks, I told you, right? I'm going to do a poll. I've got
0: two pairs, brand new, at home. And I'm going to do a poll on which one I should give you.
1: Look. Which colour? Well, neither, probably, because I won't get, I won't, I won't wear them, know, Where am I? So, the thing is, is that if you put them j- just on the sofa, and you're mm. like, do you like those socks? You might go, ah, do you know what? Yeah. He's sporting purple shorts. Right, look, mate, right. And, and, there's purple, and
0: tie-dye. Purple, pink in there, right? I see what you're trying to do. And then there's purple, pink there, and then I've got white. So it all kind of goes, right? And then you wear white Converse with it, and it looks all right. Hey. Does it well, I get good confidence on my socks. So that's what I'm saying. Do they?
1: Yeah. Who's giving you compliments, on that? mate? I did
0: a poll on my Instagram. Right, those people listening to this will know. If you're on, on my Instagram, you voted on the poll. No. It was. It no. was. It was the, the
1: look, big,
0: big majority, mate. It was look, like, look at,
1: look, you're a science man, right? You're <sighs> a science man. For start, look at the sample. Look at the sample audience who you're asking. Yeah. That's people, like going into people a, that are smart. Yeah, exactly. That's like going like Smart in, people. Going into a smart you people. know a, a mental asylum and asking their opinion on whatever. Yeah, compared to you smart people, no, exactly. Look, at, look yeah. at the sample size and you get and, and the audience and go, okay, why don't I ask this bunch of idiots, because we know that they must be idiots for following you. <laughs> Sorry, my, my, Mike doesn't like it because they're not Balenciaga ones. Because
0: so, I didn't spend 60 quid on one pair of socks, he doesn't like it. Well, it'd be so. more than
1: that.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't know, <laughs> I didn't even know.
1: Well, it'd be more than that. Well, but, probably, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't own a single pair of MC socks. It's got yeah. the humble Nikes on, it's fine, you know. Just the night, humble Nikes, mate. Humble know. Nikes. That's Mike, that's how he rolls. Yeah,
0: he are Anyway, nice. what a start, they, they are Nike, yeah. They are, yeah. But they, but you don't like them, because of, of the colours.
1: They're just out there.
0: They are a bit out there, and I am a bit out there, mate. That's me in general. Do you know, my whole life is a bit out there. Oh, um, well, wow. Wow. <laughs> this is the most out there thing I ever do. It's like, the craziest socks, thing I've know? ever seen <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as crazy moving to Dubai though but we'll talk about that in a second we will We're talk get about onto that, that in a 2nd we will get to that in a 2nd but um yeah hope you're good listen to this hope you're good thank you for downloading and listening it's really nice of you that you do that we've remembered at the very beginning yeah, do it yeah please, please please share this with people please yeah. tag us you know little screenshot on your on your Instagram stories share it it means a lot yep. to know people out there who actually do care and listen um beyond just our parents i mean they wouldn't even listen anymore they would given up after two episodes yeah um, they, they they were nice the first two and after that they stopped but um
1: yeah. About, but yeah thanks I'm, to everyone who's um brought, putting up with us i brought shame on the family my mom keeps saying she's yeah. saying you can't and i've not heard from them for a, a while now yeah um all
0: right man let's, let's, let's not bring the tone down It's not okay. don't need a sob story okay. No will be flipping i'm turning
1: off okay no one cares about you yeah okay
0: um okay but yeah anyway so it's been what now two months since i've been out in dubai we're coming to the end of january now this is recorded um and uh, this is probably going to come out in February. So two months since since being here and um, we filmed our first YouTube video. Um, we did. Yesterday, we filmed bits of it. It's not going to be like our best ever YouTube video, I'll be honest.
1: Oh, well, that's um, an endorsement, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, mate, set the bar low and then, you know, you always go from there. That. That's always it's been our mantra in life, in, life. in general. Um, is, yeah. Once I once I'm gonna have to put it together, aren't I? Because Muggins here ain't gonna be able to edit it. So I'm well, gonna we can uh, we can we can speak to
1: Jade. Probably.
0: Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to put it together nice and quick. It's fine. We'll just we'll just yeah. Uh, I'm away through it and chop um, it. yeah. So we did that and I think it's good to sort of talk about I suppose why we're here. Why why am I in Dubai? Why is Mike in Dubai? And you know all this sort of stuff. I think last episode we talked a bit about your past and and that kind of thing. Why why you are where we are in terms of business and work and stuff. And I think. The next step in this discussion is probably like, why we're here? And I think that's probably the, the best place to start. Yeah, uh, Go on then. Why are you were? Why am I here? You wo- wo- So basically this is what happened. Mike came here to move away from me as far as possible, but still have a comfortable life. So that's why he chose to buy. And then I came out to follow him. Yeah. So he's gonna move back in about a year's time. Right? Still can't get away. Yeah. yeah,
1: gonna move back, aren't you? Couldn't have moved much closer to be honest. I think it was the nearest available house on the market. Probably, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so why, why, why am I in Dubai then? Before I, before I start, I think that there's, there's almost like, when, when you say you move to Dubai, people are quite opinionated on, on Dubai, I guess, of what they think it is or perceive it's going to be. And you get, you get half the audience, I guess, uh, who will think that Dubai is, I guess, superficial and all about the Lamborghinis and the designer and stuff like that. And mm. there are elements of that, of course, and there are certain parts of Dubai that will be a little bit more like that, but just in the same vein as London. And then there's that other half, I guess, where um, I guess people think that it's almost like uh, there's that other half where it's almost, because you're in a different culture, it's, oh, you can't do anything, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do Mm. the other. Or I've heard that you can't wear um, a skirt if you're a woman. I've heard you can't hold hands and you get arrested and things like that. You get the the common perception. I think a lot of people have ideas about what Dubai is without actually, actually knowing much. So sometimes it can be... A talking point when someone says oh you're in Dubai and there's always a little bit of intrigue there and I think that there'd be less intrigue if we moved to France or to Spain Mm. or somewhere like that it's a little bit it's a little bit different so the reasons why I did again probably people have like a a misconception of why you would want to move there because there are a lot of people in fitness who move out here for that influencer lifestyle taking photos on yachts and things like that but it's very different to I guess why I moved out here and then You will obviously talk about why you moved out here in a second, but they're essentially the same the same reasons. Is that when I moved, it was lockdown in England. Um, It was boring. Uh, It was miserable at home, and the conversation just came up. So Amna had been offered a job about three or four months prior, actually in Dubai within marketing, and she turned it down. To, to give our relationship a go, I guess. Um, we, were, we were relatively <laughs> new. Mistake. What an yeah. But we were relatively new at the time. So, like, I think we'd meet, maybe been seeing each other maybe three or four months, five months, something like that, when she got offered this, offered this job. And then, obviously, naturally, a few months later, I turn around and go, so, to buy then? When I know that she'd kind of been offered this job previously, but she turned that down. But it was kind of, I guess, on her radar a little bit. And she's Arabic. Um from an Arabic family speaks Arabic reads, writes it you know um she 's lived in various different places herself and not really too i guess attached to home like myself again i'd moved away when I was in the military and things like that I moved around a bit, and I was quite used to being away from family and friends and the discussion just came up, and it was like do you fancy it because and the reason why the discussion came up was obviously there are benefits being a business owner and moving out here would you know, I'd be lying if I said tax wasn't a consideration because as a small to medium business owner in the UK, you get taxed through your eyeballs. Like, it it almost makes you running a business impossible to grow. So it almost kind of stunts you to a certain level. You almost have to cap what you're doing Mm -hmm. because if you work with more people or improve your service or offer a new product, you know, since I've moved to here, we've kind of been able to offer Blitz and things like that. But actually... If we were to do that and live in the the UK, it probably wouldn't be worth our while because we would end up almost taking home less money with the way that the tax system works. I think the hardest thing about that has
0: been, ever since I've been self-employed, is when you're self-employed and you run your own business, you get all the money first then you have to give it away. I think the mentality is a lot easier when when you're paid Yeah. and you just get your net pay and you're like, oh, if I get a pay rise, I get X amount. And you kind of don't ever see it. And I think it's... It's taken out at source. I wish everyone who was employed had to have their salary given to them and give some back because they'd soon realise, and I think there'd be a lot more uproar about how the government spend that money. Yeah. Because we sit there, and I think this is part of, one of the reasons I left, I'll get on to the rest of them later on, is that it was just like the, the UK government and the way the UK is run is just a joke. No, and look, we don't have to, to look very far back into the, into the past to see that. Like, over the last two years, has just been horrific. And, and like I said, I think when you're paying that money back to them and you're literally giving them your hard-earned
1: money, for me, it was just too much. I was just like, I can't do it. Yeah, and and look, so so that is a consideration because it then opens up opportunities. If you know that you're going to have more available money and and finance for yourself that you're not then paying to the government, then you can do other things and it opens. And I'm not talking sit there on yachts. I'm talking help my mum and dad with the mortgage. I'm talking about be able to invest more back into the business and make my service better and um, create a better experience for clients and, and develop products for coaches and do the playbook and things like that it allows for for great opportunity it allows us to pay for a videographer somebody to, to to set other things up in the business that that maybe we're not so good at so it just allows for greater growth and greater good things in my opinion it's not necessarily going out and swanking it on balenciaga stuff um like a lot of the fitness industry will want to do but it is more so the a little bit of financial security and and helping family and being able to help friends and do nice things and Things like that, because it's it's almost bonus money that you're not having to pay the government. And look, and like you say, if it's if it was a little bit of a fairer system, then you might not not begrudge it as well. Yeah, I guess begrudge it. But it's just not a particularly fair system that you're kind of taxed at the same rate as as, as larger earning businesses, and, and then you, the larger earning businesses can find the loopholes and things like that and end up paying less than you. Like we probably pay more tax than fucking Starbucks. Which is, which, is, which is mental. So, tax was a consideration. And then you're talking about the weather. The weather is beautiful here year-round. Um, too hot in the summer, and people kind of mock that, and, uh, too hot. It, it is too hot. And When, when Dan's here, it'll be Dan's first summer. It's literally like when you open the oven door and you get a face full of, of hot air. It, it's like that, so you can't be outside. So, for three, four months of the year, it's the equivalent of it raining in England. You just wouldn't do much outside. Mm. But I would rather it be too hot and not able to go outside and still have good lighting and still be able to look outside then it'd be miserable and raining so it's almost like a better of the two evils so so yeah the weather is great um and then the lifestyle like it's just nice to experience new things be around a different culture be around other cultures um around other people who are i guess have done similar things and moved abroad and are in that boat and, it, and it's nice to kind of, I guess, broaden your own horizons and, and like, there's lots of nice things to do here that you couldn't do in England and, and that's, that's not to say that we're going to spend our entire life here because we're not, eventually at some point I see myself personally settling back in England, you know, in the future, not right now for the foreseeable but in the future I can't see myself as being 50 years old and living here, for example, um, or 55, 60 or whatever it is so there's things that it has to offer over England. And look, and you're only seven hours away. I used, to, I used to drive four, four and a half hours back from Bath to go back home to Sheffield. You're talking another three hours and, and the flight done. gone. Yes, you've got the, I guess, the, the airport time and things like that. But it, on the whole, it's not too much. And, and what you find is that when you do go back, because you're only there for 10 days, two weeks, that actually you'll see people a lot more because people want to do stuff with you. So if you end up going back three four times a year, I might have only seen my mates twice a year previously on on social occasions. Whereas if you come back three four times a year, you'll see them every time because there's an effort being made. So there there were quite a lot of reasons why I wanted to move out here, which I guess I've just waffled on. But um, why did you want to move out here?
0: Because uh, I could was the number one thing. Like
1: oh, you're all right.
0: Yeah. If <laughs> again doing our job, like you know you can pick up that you know your computer, your laptop, and you can go work from anywhere. Um, I think. I think nine out of ten people, if you give them the opportunity to, to do their job wherever they could, they wouldn't no. probably stay in the UK. Um, I can think of far, far better places to live. And um, it was after coming to visit you out here, I realised actually it's mainly English-speaking. Um, yeah. Like you said, the tax is obviously, obviously a, a benefit. Um, the weather, as you said, like my missus, she loves the sun, loves the heat. It was a no-brainer. I'm not a huge... I'm not bothered by it hugely, but it is nice to go out in the sun and even mm-hmm. for ten minutes, it's just... It hits you, you feel it's better, your mood's improved, all that sort of stuff. But for me, it was also more along the lines of the schools out here are incredible. Um, for Isabel, it's safe, really, really safe. Like, you just get a sense of safety everywhere you go. I'm
1: right? glad you said it was for Isabel. I thought you were weird and hanging around schools. Like, no, no, not, 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 not here, not here, mate, yeah. especially. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there's that
0: element to it. And then, and then, like Mike says, it's the lifestyle thing. And when people when you say lifestyle, people think what you mean by that is, like you said, the... oh going out to the marina or going on yachts on that shit. it's like, no, that's just ridiculous. That's just, that's just ridiculous. It's more the case of it's a little bit more chilled out here. Yes. It's not quite as... Um, in England, I always felt like we are always rushing around to meet, see someone, do something, all that sort of stuff. Whereas here, it seems a lot more chilled. It's a lot more relaxed. You don't make plans months in advance with, with stuff. It seems a lot more relaxed in general. And, yeah, it was just a combination of those things, really. And, and just the case of you only live once and... I can move my computer anywhere in the world why stay in the UK for my whole life why not try and move somewhere and 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 see what it feels like and see what happens um and then obviously there was the business side of stuff of being closer to you we were like doing everything over zoom it felt a little bit like okay if we really want to go places with this we're gonna have to be together like we can't just do everything over zoom and not see each other as much and that was obviously a factor that sparked the initial conversation but I think it it was more a case of just because we could so why wouldn't you Like, why wouldn't you try it and see what happens and see how you feel? You can always move back home. You know, it's only going to cost you a little bit of money. Essentially, that's all it is. And to to experience that and to try it out was like, well, why
1: not? And it's like, you can look back on your life and be like, I lived in Dubai. Like, I was lucky enough because it is a really nice place with lots of nice things to do. And you see things that you wouldn't be able to see elsewhere. Like, we went to the beach at the weekend. It's 15 minutes away. It's beautiful. Like, really nice, picturesque scenery. And it's, it's things that... I guess you dream of and, and that's why you work hard to do those things and it's it, it's kind of like you'll look back on your life and go I'm pleased I did that because you might if you'd have never done it you might always think oh, imagine if I'd have been able to do that and there's so many people that, and again it's not necessarily a bad thing that will just stay around their hometown for their life you know and again like I say that's not a bad thing because all my friends and family are back where I'm from but for me personally because I, I think I moved away quite quickly that I never really got that attached to being at home and I got used to yeah. doing things and being away and, and I want to go and experience other things I' I'd, I'd always moved outside. around as well. Because like yeah, of, of uni and then work experience
0: and trying to make it in football, I'd always moved around. And my parents, when I went to uni, they moved from the house I grew up in, they moved, my parents split when I was younger. So it was just like, I didn't feel particularly attached to Bath. We still got a house there, but I didn't feel like, oh my God, like, I can't ever leave this place. This is amazing. And we'll go back there. But I think it. I think that certainly helps, you know, when you see those people who have always stayed yeah. in their hometown, but then their parents have also only done that and all their yeah. friends have also stayed there. And I think there's a bit of that which, again, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's each their own. But I think it's. I think it does help with our
1: job that we can go, right, well, I've got my computer. Yeah. Like, where do you fancy going? Of course. And people say fix usually because they have fixed things. Like, they have a fixed job. Like, my friend uh, spoke to me not long ago. He owns, like, a a BMW kind of of breakers yard garage, and they have like 30 employees. And he was just saying, he's he's only our age, he was just saying, I wish I was in your position. He said, because I am literally stuck here because I have two yards with 30 Mm. employees. I'm stuck here forever. He was like, so it doesn't matter how well my business is doing, is that I have to still be around this area. So he he kind of was really impressed by the fact that we were able to, to do those things, but... Yeah, I think, um, like, to me, it sounds sounds daft, you know, but I don't feel like I'm abroad, and that sounds strange, in the fact that I don't feel any different internally than I do when I was back home, because you'll get people and, and it's almost like, oh, do you miss friends and family and things like that? But it's like, yeah, I, I definitely do. But but it's also like, I don't really feel much different. Like, I don't feel like I'm so far away because I'm just living a normal kind of life. I'm getting up, I'm working. I go to the gym occasionally. You know, we eat food, we watch the TV and we go to bed. So... This house could be plonked anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. and I would still be doing the same thing. It's just that if I I can't pop to my mum's if I want a cup of tea, which I didn't often do anyway because I never lived there, so I don't actually feel any different. So people say, do you miss people and stuff? And of course you're going to miss people, but it's not to the extent where I didn't see people every day anyway. But yeah, it's a it's really mad because I I literally don't feel any different, like at and, all. And it's like that. It's like we were saying it's the environment is what you make it as well. So
0: like, although we have all these nice things available and around here, I think there's a perception here that you just must do them all the time or that you're always doing this, you're always doing this. It's like, well, the reality is we're doing our job five days out of seven, like we will be doing back home. Yeah. It's only the weekends that you might be doing a few extra sort of nicer things. And I think it, this is what I was talking about today. It'd be good to talk about the podcast is it's, it's a, we were talking about fat loss and talking about your environment and stuff and it's the whole thing of in Dubai people assume that because you live in Dubai that you are hanging out with all the influencer spots that you're going to the beach every day that you're playing golf every day right or whatever it is that you're doing and they think that you're just sacking off work almost to do those things but it's only the same as me doing that back home but yet when I was doing it back home no one was like oh god you're out playing golf yeah. it's like well no so it's because it's sunny here and it's cold back home that you think I'm doing something yeah extraordinary or different and again because the time difference and yeah. the fact we record it and then maybe post it a few hours later or whatever or that you play golf on a wednesday or, or whatever it might be but they don't then see people working on a saturday and sunday they don't see the work yeah. on a on a sunday for example that you're moving those days around but yet you could do it at home and no one really thinks anything of it And it's the same with with like with fat loss is that people assume with fat loss oh it has to be all salads and it has to be all shit and then
1: people are assuming with dubai you must be out there just People, the spots. People think you're on holiday. Yeah. Like, I think people are thinking, I don't know. They're I've, I've not that had that too way. much of I haven't had too much of this, luckily. But I, I do sometimes internally feel a little bit like, are people thinking yeah. I'm here for a jolly? Yeah, Well, it, it really isn't because there's not much jolly stuff going on. Like, for example, there's jet skis here that a lot of people go on when they come out. I've never been on them. I've never done dune bugging. I've never been mm-hmm. out to the desert. I've never, I haven't ridden a camel I haven't seen half the tourist spots there's there's numerous out here loads out here i've, I've barely seen them like mm. i go to the mall like which i would do at home i'd go to Meadow Hall. i've started taking up golf i guess which is different but i could possibly have done that in england and then yeah every so often i've probably been to the beach maybe up to 10 times and i've been here a year and a half mm. up to 10 times that's it so i think people think it's like oh Holiday style, but it's it's not like like I was saying. I could literally plonk this house anywhere, and I'd still be doing the same things pretty much, because it's just work. And to me, I feel like as though almost there's this label that you must be a bit of a flash twat to kind of to kind of live out here or to do certain things and stuff like that. I don't know if it's just British people, but there's almost like a stigma for celebrating you doing something well or whatever and because we have the opportunity to go like and work somewhere else or whatever or be in a nice country, I think people almost think that it's not like showy-offy maybe, but it, it's not because of that. Yeah. And even it, and even if you were to celebrate the fact that, you know, you're good at what you do and quite rightly so should, you know, enjoy the rewards of that, like, it, I don't know, in our country, it's almost it's almost kind of met with a little bit of friction. I don't know. I think in, in the UK people don't mind you doing well, but not too well. Yeah, there's that in it. It's that whole thing of like,
0: oh, you don't mind you like doing a bit, but I've, I've been the same. I've not posted stuff because I've just been like, I don't want to appear that way. Well, again, like, I haven't really done the whole. I, I wouldn't do it anyway, but I've seen other people do it in fitness. I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit odd. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think of it. But the whole like house tour and this is where we live, and I don't show much of what I do here because I never really did back home. Like yeah. I didn't do the whole. This is my house. This is where I live. This. I don't think people care. No. I don't think people care, but I think it, it sh- its a bit that perception of it is that it's a bit like, "Oh, showing off, are you?" Like in Dubai, whereas I, if I'd have done it here, I think people would say that. Whereas if I'd do it back home, they'd be like, "Oh, that's really nice." Yeah. But if you do it here, like, oh, "All right, mate," Live yeah. in Dubai, do you? And it's like, "Well, I'm just showing you, like my home or whatever." Right. And we don't do that. It's just not the way we are, really. That that way inclined. But I think there's there's a bit of
1: there is a bit of that with it. The perception of. But it's mad though because it's like it's no more expensive than London. No. Here, so it's kind of like well. If we'd have moved to London, there would be less of a perception. You just live in London. But it's just because we've had to get on a plane to get you. It's, it's sunny. It, and it's I, sunny. I swear that's what it is. It's sunny. Yeah. It's crazy. If we'd have moved to like Sweden
0: or something like that, where it's a little bit colder... People would be like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Even cool. if Sweden was like no tax and all that sort of stuff and all that, and, yeah. and it was a bit flashy and there was nice cars around, which I'm sure there are probably, it doesn't have the same thing to it. it was Dubai has that flashy Instagram influencer yeah. kind of, like, name to it. And again, it does, like, there like are places in there, like, I like that. You go to the Burge yeah. and it's full of people just taking selfies and stuff. But that's also because they're a tourist landmark. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, but you people, also, people also do that at the Coliseum in Rome. Yeah. Like, and that's not a... Tower you know, of London. Yeah, and it's just one of those, I think it's, I think it's misrepresented and mislabeled a lot um, in terms of, in terms of, like, that side of stuff because of the cars and the flashiness of it and stuff. But it's just interesting that I think people think that that's the life you live. And I'm like, no, I live pretty much the same life I did in the UK like, on a daily basis. Because again, our habits are ingrained. What we do on a daily basis is ingrained. Our business is ingrained. Like the stuff we do, I would say five days out of seven, we just do the same
1: I, work stuff. I currently have less time here. Yeah. So I actually do less fun stuff over here. And the reason I have less time is because we're able, we're able to move here and grow a business where we don't mm. have to limit the amount of work we're doing because... We're just gonna to have to pay extra in tax. So, for those who don't know too much about the tax system, if you earn over a certain amount of money, you have got to really, really earn over a certain amount of money to actually have any extra money in your pocket. So there's a large, there's a big gap in a small to medium business where you're actually working for free if you do any additional yeah. work. So there's no incentive in the UK to grow anything or to do anything or make anything better because you're almost essentially working for free because any excess money over a certain amount you give to the government. Whereas now it's kind of like, well, I am working a little bit more because we have more scope to then use that money to invest back into it and do other things with it. So I actually have less free time, I think, so it's less of a jolly than England. Like, Mm. I... Have, I have no time today. We started talking. I've got no time today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be working until 11 p.m. tonight. It sounds daft, but we have the blitz call tonight at 10 o'clock. I'll be working till 11. Yeah. We've got meetings after this, back to back to back to back, and then I'll have. Period, we'll finish our last meeting at six. I'll have between six and ten, four hours. That's my day where I get to eat if I train, that it's got to be within those four hours and mm-hmm. then spend time with my missus. Mm-hmm. That's it, that's four hours out the entire day and we've not stopped. I, mm-hmm. I got up at uh, seven o'clock today yeah. and I'll be finishing at 11 o'clock. But mm-hmm. yet yeah, well, yeah, it's a jolly. Yeah, it's, yeah
0: you have to buy them, mate, so, you know what I mean? Bad. It's mad, it's, it's crazy. crazy. And that is it in a nutshell, like, then you have, you know, your 2 two checking days, two full checking days, you have three full checking days, but people don't. People don't see that. They don't want to see it. They don't wanna. They don't wanna know that. Oh, I bet they've. You know, I bet they're just on a jolly or just pissed around and, like, say, they'll see us playing golf and stuff. And, and that, that, that for me has been the one thing I've noticed is like, I had a few people say like, oh, you know, taking a break from golf to do some work, and it's like, mm, like yeah. But I do that in the UK, and it's not it, a, it's a. And again, yeah. it's so like if you do that on a rainy day in the UK on a golf course, never got a comment like that before ever. Yeah, in Dubai, people see the, what they want to see. Though yeah. uh, they pick the, the the good stuff out. It's like, just fun. I just like I just think it's quite funny to, to having seen people's perceptions. It's the, it's the of, same. It's the same. If, as, I'd have, if I'd have moved, like you said, to London, and I'd done exactly the same thing, I wouldn't have got those. I wouldn't have got those messages in yeah. any way, shape,
1: or form. Because because people see the good stuff and focusing on the good stuff. It's when your favorite fitness Instagram model eats a pizza. It's like oh god, they're always eating pizza. No, they're not always eating mm. pizza. You perceive that they're always eating pizza because every couple of weeks they'll put up that they're having a pizza. Yeah. But it's the fucking five meals a day on all the other days in between those two weeks and the exercise and the steps and everything else that that's why they're in shape. But you pick out, oh, God, I, you know, have you seen him? Have you seen his cheat meals? He has, he has great, like Everyone makes a big deal of fucking The Rock's cheat meals. Yeah, because you can bet your fucking bottom dollar that for two, three weeks, he's eating fuck all else. He's he's not having pancakes and brownies and pizzas. Mm. But you'll go, fucking hell, oh, have you seen this? Because you, that's the thing that you zone in on. So it's for you, it's like, oh, people will see you playing golf and go, oh, playing a lot of golf, aren't you? Yeah, but because you're not seeing the fucking nine, ten hours a day yeah. Of checking because I'm not putting that on my story because why would I put that on my story? Yeah. It's boring yeah. and this is just what I do. So when I do get the luxury to go out and play golf, yeah. I'm then going to film it because I'm in a nice setting. So then they're just seeing you play golf more than yeah. everything else. But it's, it's funny, isn't it? it's just I think it's funny. I just I've noticed it and obviously I've noticed it because it's been
0: two months now of the, and maybe maybe people are just curious and and some of it obviously is tongue in cheek. But I imagine if there's some tongue in cheek messages that there's a lot of people thinking it. You know, like that, that way. From, from that point of view, and it's just been, it's been interesting to, to just pick up on it. And I think it's the same thing when people do, like I said, fat loss. Oh, eating a salad, diet, It's like, yeah, all right. Like, you know, you can't, like, people love making comments, and they have, but again, a perception of this sort of stuff, and it's just, it makes you think it's probably easier just to not say anything and just keep it.
1: Do you know, like, I think maybe we're a victim of our own content for that. I think we're maybe a victim of that so this is my kind of take on it is that we're so far from that that almost like it might seem out of character if you misperceive what we're doing out here and why we're doing out here so Heather my brother-in-law right he um he's moved out here and he's in the bodybuilding circles and you'll see him like repost things that other coaches and things like that have shared where they're talking about him and the sacrifice he's made for his family to give them a better life. So it's almost like in a different circle, like in a bodybuilding circle, where I guess it's more normal to, I guess, talk about yourself and be a little bit more... Bodybuilding is a selfish endeavour in itself, that it's almost respected that he's made a sacrifice to move abroad. Mm. And that's the way that people perceive him, is that mm. he's sacrificed. I've seen loads of posts like, where he shared them and it's like he's making a better life for his kids and things like that. But I think maybe for us, because we are a little bit less, we're a bit more um, self-deprecating that it's, it's maybe a t- touch out of character if you're looking at it in the wrong way, if that makes yeah. sense. Because it is a sacrifice. We are away from family and friends, whether we don't mm. miss them, whether we do miss them. We have made a commitment and a big financial commitment to me out here. It. It's not fucking cheap to get yourself set up out, out, out here at all like it's a big it's a it's a gamble like it, it is a gamble and it is a risk and it is something that we have sacrificed for the for our futures and for our family's futures and things yeah. like that but i, I think, think I... people think but just i think people think it's just a a selfish kind of i don't know a selfish yeah, i think
0: i think like without having you or well, without having each other to, to support and lean on i don't think we'd have been as comfortable doing it like and i think having other people that we know over here to lean on and ask again those questions and and that's that's the thing i think if you're an online coach and you're on your own thinking of doing that sort of thing that's that's hard like it's a hard thing and you'll question yourself whereas for us we had the whole when you said to me i'm going to do it i was like yeah go for it like Mm. fucking brilliant but if you didn't have that you may not have been like oh don't know should i shouldn't i and I think it's it's having that support around you of people who get it, who understand. Yeah, that's that's the key thing. And the, same with diet, it's the same with anything. The same with building your business. Same with anything like that. It's having the people around you who get it, who understand why you want to do these things, and forgetting what everyone else thinks, and not giving a shit what other, other people
1: think. I, I think I think with you as well. I think for me, it it takes a little bit. Of, I think we take a little bit of pressure off each other. So for me, I knew that if I failed out here or it went tips up, that I still had a partner to rely on. I think think if i was on my own it's more of a gamble because it's 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 just you mm. like there is nothing else to fall back on like whereas we have other things as joint ventures we have each other as sounding boards i guess we're seen as you know a bit more of a company as such than than just where where i was for example if i was mh fitness back in the day it's a slight different feel to it so for me it, it did kind of put my mind at ease that yeah Dan's Dan's there, like, we have a stable thing going, we have good, you know, financial income for for what I'm trying to do. Whereas if all the pressure was just on me and my income, and then let's just say I took the leap and I had a a rough couple of months, then you start to panic. So it it did help. And then, like you say, I kind of came out here and almost paved the way and were like, okay, these are the problems. Here's the fucking things that are shit. Here's the things that are good. Come and see if you like it. And obviously, it's going to be better if you move out because we get to do this. We get to mm. hang out. We get to fucking play golf. We get to have barbecues. We get to film YouTube videos. We get to chat. Go for burgers. Like and be around each other like we were in Bath. And it's enjoyable. It's part of life now. And that's that's a good that's a good thing. And it's it's a good thing for business and for the personal side of things. So there you go. Anyway, why we're here. That, that's, that's why we're here for, I, I guess nobody I don't know whether people are interested but that turned off ages ago I reckon I guess yeah maybe it turned off ages ago but, but that's kind of but
0: the gist I, my, I, my, my takeaway from this would be if you have the opportunity and you work for yourself why wouldn't you think about it like just that's the thing I was saying if you look if you need support or guidance and stuff like again it's what we help and provide with right is that sort of thing I'm not saying move to Dubai but what Michael was saying then about having a sounding board of someone to go like I'm not sure about this like should I do it? And we've been there and done it. Like you say, this many years in the industry, you have the highs and lows, and it's
1: about riding out sometimes. And it's it's the, it's the same thing. So on the we got good feedback for for whatever reason last week on the podcast, and I particularly had a couple of people. I guess because it was an, in, an interview, I guess of some of the things that that I've done, and I had people say it was actually quite dare I say it, inspiring with some of the things I said about just fucking just going for it and being unhappy in something and, and then making a change that actually a lot of people spend their life unhappy or dissatisfied or not as happy as what they could be. For what? Like what? Just to see out your days because that's the traditional thing to do. And I think that this is just the same thing. So just as I took a leap and Dan took a leap to go into coaching This was another leap where it was like there are some things about the UK that weren't particularly in line with what we wanted, you know, at this present time in our lives. Like, again, like I say, maybe not for the future, but at the time so it is a leap and it is a case of just trusting kind of your instincts I guess and going do you know what we are only here once and what is the worst that's going to happen like the first, when we started online coaching what's the worst thing that's going to happen it doesn't work then you're just back in the same square as, yeah. as what you were before okay I'll go back into engineering okay but at least I tried and if you try You know that you can make it work. And it's the same thing as Dubai. It's like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that could happen is that, okay, we don't like it. So you move back and you're in exactly the same boat as what you were before. But at least you tried and at least you know. So it's always worth, for me, trying the thing that even if there's an inkling that you want to do it, just go for it. We are like, again, it's easy to say we're only here once. but, But we genuinely are. Like, and you realise the older that you get, the quicker that time flies. And years are passing. I'm 34 in fucking three days, Thursday. Like, time really does fly and there isn't much time to waste. So if anybody is on the fence with anything, like, because I'm sure there's people listening to this who probably the biggest thing is that I reckon the type of person that listens to this probably wants to go into some form of coaching or fitness or whatever. If you're even thinking it, and, and if you're thinking it was, it's going to make your life better or it's a passion that you're going to feel like you want to do, that's always better than, than living a 6 out of 10 like and being kind of comfortable or whatever, for me, yeah. anyway. But I, I guess that's just the type of people that we are, that I guess that's, mm. that's us. But anyway, I got the funny story. Oh, That was the funny story, wasn't it? I, I got the funny story. So this one's me. So Inventor killed by electric bum wiper. <laughs> you know, <laughs> little caption with his face. It looks a little bit like Jimmy Hill, not our Jimmy Hill, but Jimmy Hill with the, the chin. Yeah, yeah. Wiped out. Um, Tra- Tragic Graham blamed Dragon's Den star Deborah for the failure of his arse cleaner. It's intriguing. So, Tragic Graham was rejected by Dragon's Den in 2007. Can you imagine this pitch? I can't. A bum wiper? I can't actually imagine. It didn't make it on TV, did it? A picture of it. Gone. What more
0: yeah. do you want? He must have gone. Yeah, but he must have gone to mechanical. Bum.
1: Yeah, mechanical bum wiper. I mean, I don't know how much effort it is to wipe your bum. No, because this for those who aren't able to see this, it's almost like a conveyor belt. This is for people who can't reach or something. Can't reach. Really big. No hands. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Is a niche. It's niche. It's very niche. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so um, an amateur inventor's dream, definitely amateur. <laughs> of perfecting the electric R swiper ended in tragedy after he bled to death when the prototype ripped his bollocks off. <laughs> Fucking hell. Ripped his bollocks off. Surely not. He's
0: missed then, hasn't he? How's he missed that far?
1: How, he's way off. Yeah, he's not that good in a mind, Because look, that, that's the way it's done. It's like a conveyor belt, right? Which, the conveyor belt is turning and, and it's almost like it's a, how true, a cog man. would work. Is that the conveyor belt is, let's, for example, that's one cog and it's turning a roll of tissue at the other end of the cog. Yeah. Right? I know that that wouldn't work anyway Mm -hmm. because there needs to be some pressure applied, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not just the act of just the the, the loo roll going around. There has to be some force. Yeah. So then you're then questioning how close he's having to sit for that force to be applied. He's going to have to apply the force, surely, himself. The downwards force. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think you can go wrong. <laughs> is it a little bit too much force and the bollocks are off? I think that's probably, I think that's what's happened. Okay. So Egghead Graham Font. <laughs> wow. Egghead what bald is he or what? Like.
0: <sighs>
1: Egghead Graham Font 56 became obsessed with creating a mechanical bum buffer after seeing a high-tech Japanese toilet and dismissing the electronic device as mere trickery. Have you seen how the Japanese do it? No. Okay. So the Japanese <laughs> do this where they have a toilet. And within the toilet comes out like a little arm with a jet pump, okay? Uh-huh, so like, yeah, yeah. You know, like a bidet. Bidet, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that, but one that you don't have to hold, like, yeah. presumably for the germs or whatever, and then yeah. squirt. This were, these are inbuilt into the toilet. So I've seen these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, and the reason why I saw these is purely off Idiot Abroad when Carl yeah. Pilkins went yeah, to yeah. Japan. But
0: but that sounds yeah. like it's already done. Yeah, yeah. It sounds, like it's, it's it sounds like, like it's done. Sounds like this isn't a necessary invention. Yeah, what he's done is that because it's because surely the the B day the jet squirt, is better than the toilet roll.
1: Yeah. So what they've done is the the, the B day is there, and what the Japanese have done is they've just taken out the element of the hand yeah. in the B day and yeah. they bill it in. And he's trying to take out the element of hand in the toilet roll. But the B day is the upgrade of toilet roll. So. Correct. So pointless. what? Yeah. What he's done is yeah. he's taken a step backwards and gone back to toilet roll, yeah. but thought I'm going to do what the Japanese yeah. have done for B day, but for toilet roll. So, Pointless. why use your hand for toilet roll when we can get a, a machine to do it? Is basically what he's doing. Anyway, he gave up his job. Oh, oh Fuck God, don't do that. If right, by the way, when we say you it, know, when we said it, the know, take the leap. This is not what we no, meant. No, 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 no. Get a sounding board. <laughs> yeah. So he gave up the job as an industrial engineer and spent every waking hour. I don't is it every waking it's hour, hour? Every is it? There? And all his savings on his pet project. Unmarried Graham. Surprising. Irrelevant. No. <laughs> surprising. Irrelevant. Surprising, no. Well, why? Why? Because he spent a waking
0: moment doing this.
1: Yeah, but why? That's a, it's a perception, it's like, isn't it? It's a perception. He's like a, going yeah. blonde haired Graham. Well, why mention blonde haired Graham? Uh, like, I, they're trying to make a point. Uh, yeah. Of Leamington Spa, Warwickshire, even tried to get TV's Dragon's Den. Interested in an early model of his contraption in 2007. No,
0: they're just going to go, no, in Japan,
1: I'm out. They've got it in B yeah. days, so. Um, but producers rejected him on health and safety grounds. What is that? Yeah. yeah. Should have listened. Probably should have listened then. Yeah. Should have listened. Yeah. It seems those concerns were all but too real because last Friday, as yeah. f- fucking. Quick. Last Friday, it's quick, innit? Last Friday, Graham's dangling ball sack. Mm. Oh my god. Graham's dangling ballsack snagged on the machine's fast-moving, wiping belt. The force ripped open Graham's scrotum like uh, a wet paper bag, tearing a testicular artery one of the male's, uh, one of the male body's main blood vessels. Mm. OK. So that's quite a, uh, that escalated, quick, quite an didn't it? Yeah. So, fellow Inventors Club member, well, Albert Lodge, member. found his pal close to death in a pool of blood when he called round to borrow a flange sander. <laughs> Right. Okay. Why, one, why does it matter what the guy has come round to borrow in context of this? And I think he hasn't come round to borrow that. No. But they've used the term flange sound... sander yeah. because it's a, a really weird-sounding inventor's tool. Yeah. Flange sander. Yeah. He's probably come round for a bag of sugar. Something like that. A flange... Or a spanner, just a spanner. He's just come a... round for a flange sander. Excuse me, Graham. but have you got your flange sander? <laughs> Rubbage. just a Sunday sport, is it? Again, yeah. just... Just doing what they do. Albert 67 called the ambulance, but by the time Graham reached hospital, he was already dead. Still shaken, Albert said last night, it is fair to say that Graham was obsessed with the mechanical bum wiper. <laughs> he thought that those computer-controlled automatic toilets produced in Japan were flimsy trinkets and not up to the job. told you. Mm. Um... Well, they are, though, aren't they? Well, yeah, they are. Graham was an electromechanical purist and not interested in computer chips and the like. He took it bad when Dragon's Den knocked him back and for some reason blamed Deborah Meaden personally. If I'm being honest with you, he was prone to instability at times. Mm. The sight of Graham laying in his own blood with his trousers around his knees and his ball bag shredded (laughs) is an image that will never leave me. Too ghastly. And that's it. Good Lord. It will never leave you. No. If I found you like that... you take a picture and laugh first. Yeah, it'd be strapping well, yeah. yeah. I reckon. Yeah, smile. Um, and there you have it. Not a good invention. What a way to go. What a way to go. <sighs> I just can't imagine why... Would you lose enough blood in that? Yeah, obviously.
0: Obviously, yeah. Obviously you do. I just... I just don't understand at what point,
1: you know... You know people say, follow your dreams. I don't. I think have... Uh, he should have had someone say to him, "Don't bother." I think he's probably a good engineer to create something that has enough force and traction to rip your balls off. Right? I think what's happened is he's a good engineer, but he didn't know what to invent, and he's clutching at straws of the. It's the invention part he's quite he's failed at. He can obviously build a machine, yeah, and he's good at that part. But he's almost gone. I... Well, I've got these skills, and now oh, what am don't I going to invent? And he's just rushed for in.
0: Just don't give us something in such a delicate area, like, create the, I don't know, like, the women's, you know, foot, I don't know, sanding machine, right, so they don't have to bend down and do that thing with the pumice stone, you know, on their feet, with dry dry skin, you know. Is that what they do? Uh, Yeah, they do that. It's a similar thing, similar mechanism, belt sander thing, like, but they just get belt sander. Belt sander. Problem solved. I mean, I just don't think think there's a problem there. Like, is is he waking up every day going, oh, my God, I wish I didn't have to wipe my arse every day. It's such a ball ache.
1: It's such a ball ache. Literally, for Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, like there's there's far bigger problems that you face on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, I mean it can be frustrating sometimes, and sometimes also quite fun because it's like oh well, that one that one went you know, went quite well. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah, that was yeah. Just a non you know it's a one wiper and it's clean. They're it a a dream. It was they a are st- the
0: dream one wipers.
1: You know, and then you get the ones where it's a nine or a ten and you're like <laughs> oh this is an absolute <laughs> mess down here. So you know but
0: too it, much cauliflower rice.
1: Yeah, but it's a five or ten minute job. It's not a hardship. I'm not having to. But see, I don't,
0: I don't think even in that situation when you have got a bad nine out of ten, right?
1: It's not that, that a mechanical, worth yeah, yeah
0: a mechanical wiper is going to be any better. But though. You're going
1: to have to get installed, by the way, on your toilet <laughs> no, for a cost. No, you know, not it, happening. It's not going to be, yeah, it's no. not going to make that better. No, it makes it's it, it, not.
0: It's going to make it more of a pain. I think less it, accurate. I think you would use it. You would, you, he would get it and go. Actually, I'm not going to bother using it because it's too much
1: effort now. It's less accurate. Yeah, he's going to be prone to more you know, more of, I guess, the, the term would be let the boxes do the rest of the job, you know, yeah. which is not a nice way to think about it. But no. you would imagine that he's taking his boxes down at the end of the day and he's probably not been thoroughly cleaned because no. he's leaving it to just no. a, a belt. At least when you've got your own kind of... It's an imperfect you machine. Can, you can check, you know, it's an yeah. imperfect model. But, yeah, he, he's gone for the wrong invention. But I think it's because every, near enough everything's been invented now. You can see that with NFTs coming along. It's like everything that's useful has yeah. now been invented, yeah. and now it's like, okay, let's do it on a computer instead. Let's make well, it. Pic- it's like the metaverse, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Let's- So, everything's been invented in real life. So, let's create a parallel universe on computers, like The
1: Sims. That we can invent it. Brilliant. I don't need The Sims. I can buy The Sims. Back in the day, when there was nothing invented, you you would have a job for something, and then you would create it. Like, you would go, okay, well, we're etching something into stone here to to write stuff. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make this process easier. So, then you go down the line of inventing a pen, and you invent paper, because you can see a problem and you solve it. This problem... Isn't to be solved. Yeah. Like no, that's not a problem. No. Same as like you're washing your hands and you need something to dry them. You invent a bit of cloth that you then, you know, presumably back in the day you would wipe it on something yeah. and then you start to have that something is specially designed for you to wipe your hands on to dry it and it becomes a towel. Yeah. It's a problem to be solved. This is clutching at fucking straws. Big straws. Big straws. This yeah. is not even. Do you know close. what I mean? It's like yeah. it was so much easier back in the day. It's yeah. like, oh, we're trying to do really this, start this fire. Why not invent something that lighter makes it easier or yeah. match makes it easier? That's an invention, something flammable. Okay, I need yeah. friction, match. Then you, then, then, you, then, you go. You, then
0: you can use the small matches and you can't quite reach things that are too fast. You get a
1: long match. Yeah, and it's invention. Yeah. And, and then, because yeah. that's the problem is that, yes, you're spending hours creating a fire. That's a problem that needs solving. Can I make that easier? Yeah, match. Okay. Ten seconds, if that. Who wipes the bum and goes, oh, there's a better way of doing this. Yeah, there isn't a better way of doing it. <laughs> no, it's just going to be done. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's, you're solving a problem that doesn't need to be solved. Well, anyway. Well, there you go.
0: There you go. What other problems? There you go, tag us on Instagram. What other problems don't need to be solved? What other problems, yeah, that have been solved, yeah, or well, that haven't been solved? Well, that haven't been solved yet. There you go. Well, anyway, there you go. There's a podcast for you. I hope that was useful in some way, shape or form. Probably not. But I think going forward, like the podcast, we're gonna we we're saying this, we're gonna talk a little bit more just about general stuff, rather than being like, oh look, eat less calories to lose weight.
1: All right, fucking know that now. It's more about Life. 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 Personal shit. There, there'll obviously life. be some fitnesses type stuff in because that's a large percentage of our life, I guess, is working with, with people and I guess things that come up on a week to week basis with clients and things like that we will naturally yeah. chat about. But I think Some of the things online, I guess, and bits and bobs. Yeah, messages as well, if you want us to talk about anything, topics or
0: anything like that, we're we're always, we're an open book.
1: Yeah. You know? We are. Anyway, there we go. Kindle invented, because you don't need to, all the libraries with all the bookshelves, you go, how can I compact that into one thing, Kindle? Yeah. Invention that needed happening. Do you
0: know what he's done, though? He's done the equivalent of inventing a Kindle with two pages on it. Pointless.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pointless. It's not a problem. Yeah, that can only store one box. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you've got yeah. to get multiple Kindles. <laughs> yeah. So it defeats the object too.
0: That's what, yeah. that's what Graham's done. Yeah.
1: yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah. There we go. Anyway, there's the end of the podcast. Have a good week. Like, share, all that shit. Go on.